Well, I tell you, scientists were pretty excited yesterday, and maybe you've seen the video. If not, you should check it out. But NASA and their double asteroid redirection test, otherwise known as DART, was successful. They managed to redirect a non-threatening space rock and altered its flight path. Why is this so exciting? Well, that's what we wanted to get into today, right? So joining us now to talk more about that is Lisa Dang, doctoral researcher at McGill University. Uh, We love talking about all this science and space stuff. Lisa, thanks for being back with us. Hi, Simi. Thanks for having me today. How- Actually, I, I just moved institution. I'm no longer at McGill. I graduated, so well, I'm not con- University congr- of Montreal. Congratulations. Nicely Thank done. You. I feel like we should, we should send you a present. Um, <laughs> how excited were you yesterday watching this? It was it was stunning. It was just like a very exciting footage to see with all the other scientists. Um, so basically, there's a lot of uncertainty that went around it. I don't work particularly on this, but I was still excited just being part of the astronomy community. OK, why is it so significant? Lisa, can you explain that to us? Yeah. So basically, this is the first time that uh, such a, um, uh, a um, how do you call it? situation or such a such a project has been done. So basically, um uh, this is not, as you said, this was a non-threatening asteroid. Uh, it was just a test that we did to prove that we could do this in the future if ever an asteroid or a threatening or an asteroid on a threatening path uh, should should collide with Earth. So it's very reassuring to know that it worked as predicted, but also um, it's very exciting to sort of like do this and like everything was live, right? Everything that you had planned for, all the mission that has been planned for years now, uh, they only had a few, you know, minutes to hours of actual execution and it worked. Okay. How difficult is it to do what they did yesterday? Like, why was this such a challenge? Yeah. So one of the big challenges is that when you see an asteroid coming at you, um, it's not like you can send a spacecraft to see what it looks like up close. Right. Uh, so there is a lot of uncertainty around it. We didn't know what the shape of the asteroid was. We didn't know how big it was, or at least we didn't know what the, you know, what the overall shape of the thing was. So if it happened to be in a donut shape and we had the trajectory right, <laughs> right, uh, super precise going to the asteroid, we could have gone right through if there was a hole. Uh, so luckily there's no hole. Everything was as expected and and it's very ingenious to to be able to do this so with just a small spacecraft that didn't uh that didn't wait a lot we were able to move a huge piece of rock um just by sort of like flipping it okay so lisa is this an idea that nasa and scientists have always had or did it come about because they you know they watch movies in hollywood like the rest of us <laughs> I think I think it's a little bit of both. I think this um uh this this concern that one day an asteroid big enough may come to hit Earth is a real concern. If you think of just like if you go back to history and you think of the moon, for example, there's a lot of questions about the moon. Um, and one of the biggest hypotheses was that there was a big rock that collided with Earth. And then at some point, they sort of divided the two and it became Earth and the moon. And so if something was to happen again, that would be catastrophous. Um, but the chances are that that smaller rock hit us is also a concern. And so, yeah. Okay. So then what does NASA do? What do researchers like you now do with this information, with the fact that, oh, okay, we did manage to do this? Yeah. So if we are managed, uh, if we did manage to do it now, what scientists are doing. So there is a lot of scientists in the world that are looking up at the sky and sort of tracking debris and asteroid. And so every night they like point at the sky and then look at the trajectory of things and try to estimate is any of these 
going to be uh, colliding with Earth in the next like five to 10 years. And so this is something that we can't do when it's too late. We have to act very early in order to deviate the trajectory of these asteroids. And so now with this information, I think there's a lot of people tracking these asteroids, seeing if any of them are threatening it. If there are, how long in advance should we plan such a uh, such a mission in order to deviate um, these asteroids? enough so that we save earth okay i love that people are working on this so lisa are people working on this like all the time making those calculations making those kinds of plans yeah people are doing it so they're not like doing it in pencil and papers now right uh you get like a bunch <laughs> no, of images i didn't think that <laughs> yeah so now you get a bunch of images and the you know with all of the technological advances in the past years where our images are even better we're discovering new asteroids or just like new debris every day um, and so these are done in real time. And then those that are almost concerning are, are flagged all the time. Okay. So what is new about this then? So how did we take this research to the next level? Yeah. So a lot of the times is that luckily we didn't find anything that was threatening so far. Um, but if there were to, if we were to find something threatening, if you've seen the movie, don't look up, there's this like whole, yes. uh, the entire premise. <laughs> Yeah, the entire premise was that scientists was, was t- were telling people that there was something happening, uh, that it was inevitable unless we acted early. And so this is just an example that we have the tools to act early if uh, the this, this situation was to come in the future. Well, you know what? I've watched the video. I found it really fascinating. You must have watched the video a bunch of times, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched the, <laughs> all the videos. I've seen all of the memes uh, with the last shot yes. of, uh, of the mission. So, yeah, that was really exciting for astronomy. And I was going to say, it's nice for astronomy and for scientists then, I guess, when all this becomes mainstream, right? Does it kind of elevate everybody? Yeah, I think it elevate it elevates everybody. I think it's it's really uh, it's really fun when some of the things that we do come up in the public sphere um, and also becomes trendy in some way. Uh, right. But, yeah, it was very exciting. That's all good. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you for the invite. Well, always, we love talking about astronomy and research. Lisa Dang, postdoctoral research fellow at iExoplanets at the Université de Montréal. Lots more to come on that. I know there's so much, so much fun stuff out there because people were fascinated by this. If you haven't seen the video, you should definitely check it out. But NASA learning that, yes, they can, in fact, smash something into an asteroid. They can make those calculations in case they ever need to, to make something not hit planet Earth. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.